you like stories about haunted locations, or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world. If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. We're your hosts. This is Megan reporting to you from her basement. <laughs> and this is Amy also coming to you from her basement. <laughs> I felt like I just wanted to ad lib that in there. In case yeah, that's people cool. were like, ad lib whatever you want. People were like, where are you from? Where are you recording from? It's the basement. It's the basement. Thanks for joining us again this week. Um, Amy is recapping, it's her episode. So she's recapping the Dead Files episode called. Sudden Awakening, and it is from season 14, and it's episode 9, and it's from this year. It aired March 12th of 2022, mm-hmm. so just a few months ago. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like, like, I remember watching the last new episode, and I feel like that was a long yeah. time ago. It wasn't. I, I don't Because didn't no. we watch the season 14 finale together? Did we? We might have. Or we, no, I don't know if maybe we were we watching about it, it together. I think we were watching it together. You were at your house. I was at mine. At the same and time, we were but, texting yeah. about it. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like us. That sounds right. <laughs> this next up, this next season that comes up, we should do that, but like do a watch party. Yeah, we should. And anybody who wants to <gasps> yeah. join and watch with us, we could. That would be fun. Would that would be really fun. Yeah. So um, this one I chose because I'm a member, I mentioned this last time, but I'm a member of a Facebook group about the Dead Files and Dead Files fans mm-hmm. and stuff. And somebody had posted a question saying, you know, I have some activity in my house and I would like the Dead Files to come out. I just don't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Should I put my name in the hat and all that? And does, has anybody experienced this? Has anybody been on the show? And a few people said yes. Yep. And one guys said yes and um he gave a little bit of stuff about his experience Mm -hmm. and he said it was this episode this last season 14 episode 9 and so i thought well i could probably you know check in with him and see if Mm -hmm. he would be willing to come on the show as a guest so cool so awesome so that's why I picked it, and then I watched it, and then it was really good. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So um, I did send him a message on Facebook. I didn't private message him. I just commented yeah. in the thing. So I don't know if he'll see it. Uh, hopefully he will. Hopefully. But Randy, if you're out there. We'd love to chat. <laughs> get in touch with me. <laughs> we would love to have you on the show. Slide into our DMs. Yeah. In a very not platonic a, way. Yes. does not. Do, not we are not, both happily married. <laughs> that's right. We will That's not be right. seeking outside fun, but we can have platonic friends. That's right. We love ghosts. Absolutely. Because yeah. Skeptic Greg does not believe in them, nor right. does Skeptic John. No. He used no. to, but then he went to the Shining Hotel and nothing happened there. And now he thinks oh. that they're not real. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, well, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, fair enough. I mean... Steve doesn't say anything either. No, Steve but he believes. Shavi, he believes because he he knows that Amy's yes. not full right. of shit. Right. So I told yeah. John, I'm like, they're not performing monkeys. 
yeah. ready for when you say jump and they go, sure. Yeah. Ghosts have standards. Okay. Exactly. Not gonna buy all do. Yes. Right. Anywho, moving well, on. Well, and also, even if even if they did, I mean they could be there dancing and singing yeah, and no. If he's not sensitive, yeah. he's not gonna see yeah. it or hear yeah. it. And you or I might Oh my god. You and I would hear everything. I would shit my pants. You would try to be talk you would be trying to talk to them. I would be cowering, screaming in the I corner. I would I would try and to you'd talk be to like, them. Unless they were mean, then I would beat feet. And you would be like, but. listen, if you're gonna be sassy with me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk to you. Oh, I like sassy. Stop. They can be sassy. Not when they're yelling in your ear. You didn't like yeah. that. Yeah, that well that was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I got a cricket. So I've been making jewelry with my new Cricut. Oh, my God, I'm in love. What's a Cricut? And it cuts designs. Here, let me see if you can see these. Oh, you have shown me. Yeah. Okay, so how does it work? So what is it? you pick a design, and it cuts it out. And then depending on, like, the material, you peel it off, and then you stick it on whatever you want to. So you can make T-shirts and coffee mugs and glasses and oh. bags and, you know, whatever you want to do. Maybe you could make us some glasses. I know, I totally shot could. glasses are. If you can send me the design, our little ghosty dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which we need a name, by the way. Which, yeah, we need a name. Um, I know somebody suggested the name Puka. Oh, what, that might have been Amy. That could have been, yeah. I know she's... It was somebody that's, you know, in the... She sent me... It wasn't a random. Yeah, she it sent me somebody. a ton of names. I like Puka. Okay. Puka's oh, really cute. That's the name of the dog from Anastasia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't Puka, I should have looked this up ahead of time, but I didn't know we were going to talk about it. But um, doesn't Puka mean something? It's like a type of entity or something? Puka meaning. Megan to the Google. Yes, it's a goblin. The Puka, or an Irish Puka, is a phantom fairy creature that features in Celtic. Folklore and fairy tales of Ireland. A similar fairy entity entity appears in the mythology of Scotland, Wales, Cornwall, Channel Islands, and Britley. Okay, Puka it is, considering Ireland is our second most listened country. So right, yes, his, right. the, the, the entity's name is Puka. Okay, let's done do it. And done and done. Done and done. And whoever, we'll have to figure out whoever suggested and that and we'll, we'll send, send them a little a, sticker yeah. or something. Anyway. I love it. You get a sticker and you get a sticker. You get a sticker and you get a sticker. Okay, sorry, I keep interrupting. No, no, you're fine. Go. I just wanted to mention um, in our group chat, we were talking about shows to watch Mm -hmm. that were similar to The Dead Files, but, you know, not. Yeah. Because I think it was Carrie that was asking about it. She was out, yeah. And uh, she'd seen them all and she was looking for something else Mm -hmm. to watch. And so we were throwing stuff out there. And Melissa said, uh, that she's been watching something called Rescue Mediums, mm-hmm. which I have watched a couple of those too. But she watches them not on TV, but on a website called VeryParanormal.com. Fancy. And I went out there, uh-huh. and it's it's like a it's like a Hulu or nice. something. It's it's all these different paranormal yeah. type shows. Is it free? And so, I, yeah, yeah. And I don't think. They have commercials. Maybe they do, and I just didn't see them. But um, it's a it's a cool site. Yeah. So I will put that in the show notes. If people want to go out and watch some other yeah. fun things, yep. and if you see anything you like out there, let, let us, us know. know. And if you want us to cover something, and yeah, nice, cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Who watches and shows then, on TV anymore? That is I know. so nineteen ninety. I know. You know, my mom is now moved into yes. a new place. Oh, thank and God. So. I know. Thank God. So I set her up. I have a funny story about that, too. But I have several, but I'm not going to do all of them. That's a different podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, I was over at her house. This isn't the funny story. But I was over at her house setting up her cable. Mm-hmm. She has Xfinity Comcast cable. Mm-hmm. And so I'm showing her like we're looking at yep. the screen yep. and all that. And I'm like, how do you even just pick what's on now? Like, what the... I have no idea when anything is on. I know. I, know. I don't know when anything is on. I don't have a schedule. No. I go, oh, I haven't seen Murders in the Building in a while. Let's see if there's any new yep. ones. And I go back and look at that. 
Now that one, I do happen to know that they're on Tuesdays because every once in a while on a Monday night, yeah. we turn it on. We're like, damn it, there isn't anything. For the record, I have finally gotten into that show. Oh, okay. It took a while. It was a bit of a slow okay. start for me, but I just think Selena Gomez is just the cutest. I think she's she adorable. Is so good. Yes. And she is holding her own against those yes. icons, which is props Not, to her. I mean, you got Steve Martin and mm-hmm. um, Martin, Martin Short, Short. Mm-hmm. two of the most iconic Mm-hmm. comedian legends mm-hmm. since yeah. the 60s yeah. and little cute adorable selena yeah she is mm-hmm. she's doing it she it's, is she is pr- oh i just love her so much she's so cute yeah. i know anyway i derailed this again no that's fine so we're setting no. it up so I, yeah so i but i was just saying i like i don't i don't know how people watch tv like that right because i just watch stuff when i want to watch time it. is a social construct anyway that is yeah, what I covid know. has taught us I know. Who was like, I remember, you know, when, when a show like Buffy, I used to love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And like, I had to mm-hmm. clear my night. Like I couldn't, yeah. you know, 6.58. And I'm like, I got to get downstairs to watch Buffy. And now yeah, you can watch it at three in the morning. Anytime you yeah. want. You can watch it 10 years yeah. from now if you want yeah. to. It'll still be there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Try explaining that to an 85 year old woman who has 7,000 DVDs and VHS and Betamax that she wants to bring all to her house. What's a Betamax? <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> I got DVDs is, and I got VHS. It is, okay. It is the tape that the the recording, home recording tape that you, we had before VHS. It's Betamax is a little bit smaller uh-huh. than a VHS. Uh-huh. And it's actually, well, more, more well-made last longer, okay. yada, yada, but it was more expensive to make. Mm-hmm. And so when VHS came along, everybody just stopped using Betamax and then, oh. you know, whatever. Can you, what do so you play it on? Like a VHS? A Betamax player. Oh, okay. It's- but you don't, uh, they don't, I don't think they make them anymore. I would assume they don't. But my mom has like three of them. So you can always go wow. to Barbie's house and watch it over We there. have three v- VHSs. So if <laughs> one of hers breaks, come to the Simmons, we'll hook you up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's got she's got a few of those too. Although we did leave a couple of them in her house. Does she know? Tell I her. Won't. Oh, she knows. I mean, we had the conversation, but I think she might still go looking for him. But she, we didn't need we didn't need four of everything. No. No, you she don't. She had four and five of everything. We Just don't. The same one. I'm like, why do we need five pizza cutters? <laughs> you know, we might need them. No, we're not going to be making thirty two pizzas. At once. <laughs> Where five people have to be getting yeah, at the same yeah. time. There's yeah. three of us in this house, yeah. and one of them is an extremely picky toddler who will only <laughs> eat five things. So yeah. we're good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she's all moved in. She's all moved in. And this is the kind of funny thing. Yesterday, she did laundry for the first uh-huh. time. And it's on a different floor than she lives on. It's the floor below her. And so um, she had to, like... Text me play by play of everything. I'm gonna go do laundry now. I'm like, okay. Do you remember where it is? Yep. And then she texted me back, and she's like, okay. I put all my stuff in the wash, and there was a cute guy down there that showed me how to do everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom, you better start wearing lipstick when you go do laundry and stuff, because yeah, don't be wear, out there with your you know witch hair and everything. Where you're a good girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, it was funny. Oh, Barb. I know. She is living the life now. She is. She is. And then she said a couple guys from down the hall came over and asked her if she wanted to come and play um, 500. Oh, can I go stay at this place? I love playing card games. I know. She doesn't know how to play. uh, No, it was bridge. They asked her about bridge. She doesn't know how to play bridge. Well, they could. But I know. But she does know how to play 500, and they mm-hmm. rec- they suggested that, too. And then she said, but I know how to play poker. And they just kind of looked at each other because, you know, they probably thought she's a heathen. Yeah. Yeah. But. Gambling. Yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, you can play poker with chips. It doesn't have to be money, money, you know? Right. She right. and her friends play with pennies, which yeah. I guess is money, but that. Or like candies. Think, yeah. Or. Skittles right. or, you know, something yeah. that doesn't have any financial, like, monetary value. Right, right. Well, the pennies hardly do anymore anyway, so. I don't even know why we still have pennies. <laughs> I know. They talked for a while about getting rid of pennies and just having everything round up to the nickel. Yeah, to the nickel. They mm-hmm. didn't do that. No. Clearly. No. Um, okay. The other thing is I 
uh, started a new job, sort of. <sighs> I mean, it's a it's a new it's a new mm-hmm. client, let's say. Yeah, oh, because that's I, so exciting. I'm not an employee, but yes. Yeah, so, are I've, you getting paid? Yes. See, there we go. That so counts. I was training all last week, and yes. I will be training this coming week, and then I will be able to make my own hours and do nice. Do oh, it how I want. Congrats! To. I'm so excited. Thanks. That yeah. is great. Yeah, it'll be fun. So that has been taking up a bunch of my time, and so I have gotten so behind that and moving my mom. I've gotten so behind on videos, on to editing be fair, the videos. You were hardly <laughs> texting me, and I was feeling. <laughs> Very upset. I know. I would look at my phone after it had been like not even on my person for five hours. And I'm like, oh, God, Megan texted me a long time ago. She's going to think I'm dead. <laughs> or that you, you're you mad at me. Those are literally the only two options. Oh, my God. You're either dead or you're pissed off. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse. I might have been pissed off, but not at you. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, videos. I did like three in the last couple of days. Yes. So those are up now. Uh, I am in the midst of doing episode 27. Yeah, you're almost caught up. So 27, this 28. Is 29, this is 29. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. my gosh. We've almost made 30. Almost. And then I have two new podcast recommendations. Okay. I don't think I've even told you about these yet. No, you haven't. Both of these I found out about on, uh, a, again, a Facebook group. What? Are they Boopod? No. Okay. No, they're not. Um, one of them certainly could be, but it yeah. isn't. Um, so they, I found out both of these from a Facebook group that recommends podcasts to each other. Mm-hmm. First one is called Malevolent. Ooh, that sounds scary. And it, it's... I mean, I wouldn't say it's scary yet. It's definitely got a creepy vibe to it. But I wanted to... I have nightmares. I do too, but whatever. Okay. (laughs) So, no, I do. I just... I mean, I have have nightmares whether I listen to this shit or not. That's true. So, might as well give it some context, you know, make it cool. Maybe you could direct the dream. Yeah. I've done that before. That's cool. Lucid dreaming. I have dreaming. not. Oh, I have not. Cool. I know Christine from, and that's why we drink. She was practicing lucid dreaming, and I, I have not. It's cool. Uh, um, I, I, I wouldn't say that I know exactly what I'm doing, but sometimes I have a lucid dream, mm-hmm. and when I wake up for real, and I realize that I'm actually awake, I'm like, oh, that's what that was, and then nice. I can sort of talk myself into yep. back into it, and mm-hmm. yeah, oh, continue cool. the story. That's yeah. cool. It is cool. Okay, so I'm going to read the description of this malevolent podcast. Do not fear the dark. Fear what darkness brings is the tagline. Okay. Yep, I'm scared. (laughs) Arkham private investigator Arthur Lester wakes up with no memory of who he is or what has happened. Only a nameless, eerie voice guiding him through the darkness. Blind, terrified, and confused, his journey will lead him towards a series of mysteries in the hopes of understanding the truth of what has transpired. As cosmic horrors seep into the world around, Arthur must ask himself whether this entity truly seeks to help him or if his intentions are more... Malevolent. Is it fiction? Yeah. Oh, nice. It is. And I didn't really look into it too much. I've listened to... Well, I've listened to one episode three times because I keep putting it on at midnight and I fall asleep. (laughs) But I finally got through it. And it's it's good. It's it's just that I'm yeah. fucking tired. Yeah. At midnight, everybody's tired. <laughs> well, most people are tired. Yeah, most people are tired. But the person that recommended it said that the creator does all of the voices himself. <gasps> oh, that is so cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, it's super cool. It is a little eerie, but I wouldn't say it's scary. Okay. It's just, it's weird because like the he, he wakes up. And he doesn't know where he is. He like comes to and he's in his mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. And then this this creepy voice is saying to him, you know, like the voice can see through his eyes, but he can't see through his eyes. So he's blind. I'm going to add that to my list right now. That sounds really good. The voice in his head will say, look over to the left. And then he'll look to the left and he'll say, OK, that's where your desk is. Walk that way. You know, that kind of thing. So it almost feels like a video mm-hmm. game. It almost feels like you're walking through a video game. I don't know. It's it's really mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Yep. I just followed it. So okay. Good. So the other one. And this is a. Uh, this is very different. This one is called "Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding." Love it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I think we all 
would like an answer to that question. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a true story involving two brides and one turd. (laughs) What do you do if someone defecates on the floor at your wedding? Reevaluate your friends and family? No, you launch an investigation to find out who did it. Obviously. Join the brides, Helen McLaughlin and Karen Whitehouse, and the extremely underqualified detective, in quotes, <laughs> Lauren Kilby, as they interrogate wedding guests, hook bridesmaids up to polygraph machines, and speak with top forensic experts in an attempt to crack the case. Because crime is not a laughing matter. Well, maybe except for this one. <laughs> oh, that sounds pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check that out. And apparently it's real I, I think the ladies are australian what's it called not... who shat on the floor at my wedding so those are my my racks for this week <laughs> episode one a crime was committed <laughs> okay <laughs> that's pretty funny it's funny and that especially the lady who's the mm-hmm. the quote-unquote detective okay <laughs> she's funny i'm doing i okay i just added both of those okay okay good so, friends, if you guys listen yeah. to those, let us know what you think. I thought, I thought the second one was pretty funny. I only listened to the uh, the trailer in one episode, and then I'm about that far in the malevolent too. And then I also I had forgotten all about um, uh, his name. I just lost his name from Star Trek. George Reed. Reads. No, no, the guy who reads. Levar Levar Burton. Yeah, Levar Burton reads. So I was skimming through those, and he did one called Afterlife, and it's a Stephen King story. And it was good. Yeah, I like him. I listen to that one every now and then when I want to fall asleep. I used to. I used to to when it first came out. I was like every week, but it's been on now for quite a while. Because it yeah. came out when I was living in my apartment in Farmington, and we, I've been in this house now almost oh five years. So wow. it's been out for quite a while. But it's, I yeah. just, he's just yeah. so calming. He's got a yeah, great voice. So every now yeah. and then I, I listen to him. So, yeah. I do too. I just forgot all about it. I've been listening to so many other things yeah. when I go to sleep. So, okay. Do you have anything? I that sure you don't. Cover? I already did. It's my cricket. It's the okay, highlight okay. of my life now. Okay. <laughs> what is cricket. the highlight of your life? It's not my child. Oh, cricket. No, yeah, he's back. No, no, no. He's walking. Yeah. Whatever. He doesn't need me. Get a get a job, you mooch. <laughs> Time Kinda. to move along, Here, little let me dude. Get you your little suitcase and hit the road. <laughs> oh, For legal boy. purposes, that only is it were that joke, easy. I will not be kicking out my toddler son. <laughs> Please don't send CPS. <laughs> I guess um, I was gonna say. We heard somebody's gonna kick out. <laughs> We've heard a report. Her toddler. She's like get a get a job. I just don't think that's right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Mind your own beeswax, people. <laughs> well, should we? Okay, so. Should we dive in yeah. after 30 minutes? Dive in. <laughs> yep, dive right in. 30 minutes in. Just jump on in really quick. So the trigger warning, content warning, whatever I have on this is that they do discuss suicide and a plane crash, both in history, not current. Again, it's called Sudden Awakening, the episode, and it's season 14, episode 9. It originally aired uh, March 12th of 2022, and I already told you why I chose it. So this one takes place in Shelby Township, Michigan, which is about an hour outside of Detroit. The clients are Holly and Randy. 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 And Holly and Randy say that terrible things are happening in the house that are destroying their health and their marriage. They show a short edited video clip of the two of them talking about it, which I assume that's their submission video, mm-hmm. which I don't know that I don't think they've always done that. But this is the no, most I've recent noticed, episode. So, yeah, I've noticed they've done that. I think in, in season 14, yeah. they've shown a couple times. OK, cool. like the, the submission video. Yeah. yeah. So 
the first thing we see is Amy arriving there and right away she says she doesn't feel safe in this area and it's making her sick. And she actually says, I need to get out. Oh, that's never good. Yeah. Like this right out the gate. Well. She's been there three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you know, also remember she's opened she up opened. a long time ago, like probably yeah. the, even the night before or the day before, you know, but still, at the hotel or wherever she stays. But yeah. At the hotel, motel, <laughs> holiday inn. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I hope they put them up in a nice place as well. They're there. I know, right? None of this motel six shit. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with motel six. <gasps> Side story. Sorry. No. So when I was with my first husband, we were driving because he was in the military. And so we moved a lot. So we were driving. I think we were going from Texas to California. We pulled in a hotel, got our room, and I checked in and everything. We walk into the room. There is a man sitting in the dark on the bed. What? Yeah, no TV, lights are not. Like a real human, not a ghost? Like a, well, I don't know, because we just closed the door and and left immediately. Yeah, Yeah. but all I I walked in, I saw some, it was dark, okay, because it was like the nighttime, because we've been driving U-Haul all day. And yeah, we got in there, and there was just feet, like someone was sitting on the edge of the bed, feet flat on the ground. We backed out and went to the front desk and we were like, um, there's someone in our room and we're not staying there. Yeah. So. Yikes. Anyways. I wonder if they went back in and how would someone get there? Oh my God. No, I never even thought that that was a ghost up until this very moment. (laughs) It probably was. Because if nobody was supposed to be checked in. Well, yeah. How would they have gotten in there? Yeah. If the maid. Unless they worked there or something. I mean, and they I thought guess, the room yeah. was open, empty, or yeah, yeah. it was nobody. Anyways, okay. So anyway, they put him up in a nice room. We're back to Randy and okay, his wife. So yes, yeah, Steve sits down with Holly, and mm-hmm. she says that she feels like she's being attacked, and she's really worried about her daughters. She has two daughters, mm-hmm. Heather nineteen and Audrey sixteen. Mm-hmm. They had lived in this house for twenty one years. Everything was fine up until three years ago. Did they remodel? Nope. Uh, this has to do with the youngest daughter, Audrey, the one who's 16. She was doing some kind of track practice in school and she fell. And I assume she hit her head. She just said she fell. And after that, she started seeing dead people. And that's when the activity grew started. or started. Yeah. yeah. So now Audrey feels like she has to protect the family. Mm-hmm. And Steve points out that's a lot of responsibility for a 16-year-old. Yes, it is. Poor kid. Yes, poor girl. Oh, this family is so sweet, too. I mean, they're, I, ugh, I feel so bad for them. So they hear voices, they have mood changes, horrible health issues, and most recently, physical violence. Oh, God. Holly, the mother, has had 21 surgeries in the past few years and has chronic pain. She never really went into what those surgeries are, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, 21 surgeries and... A few years, it's not in like three years. Not okay. It's, yeah, that's seven a year. Yeah, it's not. That's a lot. Yeah, that's not normal. No. So uh, she says Randy has fits of rage, and it's not like him at all. She right. believes that something is trying to tear them apart. Uh, Heather, the nineteen-year-old daughter, has changed too. She lashes out, screams in anger, and has no idea where it's coming from. And they're basically all on top of it all, suffering from depression. Great. So Steve says, "Well, why don't you just?" Get out of here. Why are you staying? We and, want to fight. Yeah. No, she gives what I think is the best reason really? I have heard on this show okay. yet. Okay. Let's hear it. She's afraid. Whatever it is, we'll follow them. Valid. Yep. Yeah. Frank followed me. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Why would you, why would you go to all the trouble of moving if it's just out of this follow you. house they love and they've been in for 21 years if mm-hmm. it's just going to follow you? I mean, their children were born there, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the house, mm-hmm. but they lived there when their children were born. Yep. Like, that's a lot of yeah. memories and a lot of emotional ties. Yep. Yep. That'd be tough. Yep. So okay. I thought that was pretty good. It's excuse. a valid reason. Yep, yeah, for sure. So now we see Amy and Matt. They're in the bedroom and she hears a living woman and a dead woman both crying and says they're... Oops. Easy, tiger. <laughs> <laughs> My... Microphone just jumped at me. Did you? It's, it's like not even near the edge of the. Did you box hit a cord? Thing. Maybe. I don't, I'm gonna put the. I'll put the cord back there. We're startled. Maybe the spirits don't like us covering this episode. Don't talk about this. Hey, so, we're gonna do it. We're gonna fight. 
Just kidding. I'm not going to fight. Please don't come at me. Only love and light is allowed. Only love and light. Or whatever that mantra is that you're supposed to mantra. I do not accept the negative energy from this video. I do not accept the negative energy. Yeah. Yeah. Something you're supposed to say. I'll have to memorize it so I don't fuck up and get something following me. Anyhow. Oh, Lord. So uh, Amy and Matt are in the bedroom. I believe this is the um, parents' bedroom. She hears a living woman and a dead woman both crying, and she says they are linked together. The dead woman is holding, trying to hold the hand of the living woman, and Mm -hmm. it's putting the dead woman's emotions into the living woman. Okay. So then we go back to Steve, and he's still with Holly, and they're in that bedroom now. And she says she hears a woman and a man having a full-on conversation, but she thinks that they're trying to be quiet so that she doesn't hear them. And she hears this in the middle of the day. Like, this mm-hmm. is not while she's sleeping at night. Yeah. It's bright. She's not boozing. Broad daylight. No, she's not boozing. Um, she saw a tall, dark shadow in the f- shadow figure in the hallway outside her bedroom. Oh. She describes it as about seven feet tall with a rounded hood, big rounded hood and a cape. Oh, so like that. Sort of like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she thinks it's evil. Well, really. Yeah, gee, and, that's crazy. How would you get to that conclusion? <laughs> Calm down, Holly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just every TV show and movie we've ever seen. I know, I yeah. know. Just every depiction of spirits in any medium. Yeah. No Especially when it's evil of death, yeah. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic. Between work, errands, and family time, who always has the energy to plan, shop for, and cook delicious meals every night. That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner. I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door. Exactly. No more last-minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone. And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones. So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. Gobble. Make dinner amazing. We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one and when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get 20% off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code ACTIVITY24. This offer is good until March 27th, so get your gummies now. So she thinks it will either destroy the family or hurt one of the girls. Neither is a good option. Uh -uh. We get a third option, Tom. Third option. (laughs) Now, in this scene, I can't tell where Amy and Matt are, but... I don't think they're still in that room, but Mm -hmm. she describes how a male came in who was extremely tall and rail thin, wearing a black suit and had a huge head that was like a decomposing skull. (gasps) I hate, I hope she does not draw that. Well, she says he's definitely the problem here. Oh, so she draws that. The living would hear a male voice, but she would be surprised if they could understand him. Mm, so like like the teacher from Charlie Brown. Yeah, <laughs> exactly like that. I'm sure. Total, hundred percent. Like that's probably exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. So then they walk into the bedroom where Holly and Steve were, and uh, she sees this big dude again, and she says he's spread out like spread eagle on the ceiling above somebody in the bed. Creepy. I hate that. Yeah. And she said they would see it as a big, giant shadow person, and Mm -hmm. they are freaking out, and he's Mm -hmm. laughing. (gasps) He thinks this is fun. Yeah. He's a real dick. Oof. Not good. Mm -mm. Just be nice. No. Just be nice. Yeah, he's not. I don't like that. He's not nice. He's the problem. Uh Uh-oh. Quote, unquote, the problem. Of course, it's a man. Just kidding. (laughs) 
I feel like we do a lot of man bashing. We do a lot of it. For the record. I've cut a lot of it out, too. (laughs) I mean, we are both married to men. It's not like we date men. No. Just just icky ones. Just icky ones. Yeah. We could hate icky women, too. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. So Steve's now talking to Randy. They're in the basement, and they're surrounded by glass lamps and lanterns. And I don't know what Randy does for a living, but I... He says that he's down there working sometimes, so I assume he uh-huh. fixes those or yeah. has does some kind of project with them. I'm not sure, but there was tons of them. Mm-hmm. He explains how he can be down there alone, and he feels like someone's watching him. Mm-hmm. He has seen a large shadow figure looking at him from the top of the stairs. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. And he said he just kind of stared at it for a while. He was in shock and couldn't move and nope, nope, screamed, nope. what the fuck, or something like yeah. that, or what the hell. That's a very like valid response, Randy. Yeah. Yep. Um, he's also concerned about the marriage. He says that he angers easily. And he says something Holly says will just set him off and he gets super angry and he doesn't really understand why. Mm-hmm. And he mentions that he gets flashes in his head where he wants to punch somebody. So it sounds like it's like putting these, yeah, literally like putting these ideas in his head. The way that the woman spirit was infusing the other woman with her mm-hmm. sadness he's infusing randy with his rage yeah 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 that's good, not good good point so amy sees this dead male, the dead male the tall man she calls him crawling he around used to be a person um he, yes okay she doesn't know that yet but yes spoiler alert spoiler alert um he's crawling around on the ceiling and he reaches down into the living she feels a living male experiencing this, but also a living female. She sees this tall dead man putting his hands inside their heads. And Matt says, like, asks for clarification, like, what, what's his point? What's he trying to do? And she says he's manipulating them and turning them against each other. And she knows they're feeling a lot of anger and hate. And she says he's fucking with them pretty bad. That's good. And then I was trying to get that as a sound clip where she uh-huh. said he's fucking with them pretty bad because she said it real spooky like. Uh-huh. And I, every time I tried to hit the record, the dogs would start barking because the neighbors were doing some landscaping. So yeah. I'd be like, okay, shut up. You ready? Okay. And I hit the button. <laughs> so I did that like five times. And then I yeah. finally got the dogs all quiet, closed my door, hit the switch. Neighbor turns on the um, leaf blower. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. And I yeah. quit for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I gave up. That's the that's the universe being like you just you need to stop yeah, for you, today. Go do something else for a little while. Go go watch some more shows. Yeah, which I think that's what I did. As you should. I have been watching some new shows too, but I I gave enough recommendations. We'll do that another, next time. So Steve is meeting with Heather, the oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. She's nineteen. Mm-hmm. She explains a feeling of dark, overwhelming anger. She says the whole house feels dark. She agrees that she has anger issues, and she feels like she's being watched all the time. Steve asks if it's a curious way of mm-hmm. being watched or a creepy way. And she says it's just like dark energy. Mm-hmm. And she says, especially in the basement, she heard a man's voice whisper in her ear, what the hell? <laughs> and she said it felt like he was implying that she was invading his space. Oh, like, like what the what hell the are you hell, doing? Man? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and she sees a shadow figure hanging over her bed. Nope. I think we know who I- that is. I don't like the shadow figures. Mm-mm. They are never good. Mm-mm. Have you ever heard somebody be like, oh, my God, I saw a shadow figure. And I was just filled with happiness. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> never. Never happens. Oof, duh. Yeah. So then we oh, see. Oof, duh. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oof, duh. What is it? Coffee and bars. Coffee it? and bars. Yeah. From uh, <laughs> from Drop Dead Gorgeous with Kirstie Allen. Oh, I love that. I, know. I love that That's movie. <laughs> I don't remember that from it, though. God, I love that movie so much. It's so funny. (laughs) Uh, So Amy and Matt are in Heather's bedroom, and she sees, Amy sees the icky, dark guy. She doesn't see him putting his hands in anyone's head, but she suspects he probably is doing that. Sure, sure. Yep. That's a great thing. Yeah. Love that for him. Yep. So Steve then talks to the other daughter, Audrey, who's 16. She's the one that... Uh, yep. Hit her head or had yeah, the accident. Yeah, has the, sees the dead people yep. now. And she uh, says she experiences stuff every day. And most of oh. it takes place in her bedroom. Like her safe space, you know? Yeah. Like it should like be the, her Yeah, where you're supposed, like, this stuff shouldn't be happening at your house. Mm-hmm. This is That's your safe haven. Exactly. 
So one particularly terrifying thing that happened was she was laying in bed and she heard someone whisper in her ear, I'm going to kill you. That's aggressive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Steve asked what age the voice seemed. And she said, well, like your voice, like around that age. Mm-hmm. And he goes, so not a kid. She's like, yeah, no, not a kid. She saw an apparition of a lady in white out near the front always, entry. They're always in white I know. or red or brown. Isn't that funny? Can we get like a little blue? Like, yeah. How about a blue? How about a purple? How about a purple? Those maybe are probably a nice lavender. Yeah. A nice lilac. Yeah. Those are probably happy colors. And maybe this 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 ghost is not happy. I mean, red is a very red is a very aggressive, like mm-hmm. in your face color. Yeah. If I'm ever a ghost, I'm gonna do like a lady in lavender. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna be. Yeah. That's nice. It's got nice alliteration. Yep, it does. The lady in lavender. Yeah, the lady in lavender. I don't know that we get to choose, you know, what we wear as. Well, Amy in. says we can. Oh, well, yeah, but that's if you're, that's like, I think she was talking like your afterlife, not necessarily if you're a ghost. Like, I oh. think you can die and go on to the afterlife without being a ghost. Okay, true. I think. Okay, from now on, I'm always going to wear lavender. So if I do die, I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared. I wear, oh, I'm wearing purple now. I wear you purple are. almost all the time anyway. <laughs> See, I wear blue. I'm like, I, I have, have a ton of blue. blue. Maybe too. I should be the lady in blue. Yeah. But that doesn't I'll have be as much yeah. alliteration. You could be the... Uh, the babe in blue. The babe blue. in blue. Yep. 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 Got it. Or, yeah. We, we'll workshop this. We'll, we'll workshop it. Yep. Yeah. To be continued. Yeah. So uh, she uh, experiences our day like your voice is uh, mm-hmm. the a lady, uh, the apparition, apparition, the apparition of the lady in white. Uh, she doesn't say anything. She just stares. That's un- that, I think that's almost more unnerving than I saying know. anything. I know. Just be stared at. Yeah. So then also Steve really- goes uh, or she tell wait, Steve, <laughs> Steve does, does the old. Are you smoking anything? You're boozing. You're Nobody boozing? says you're a teenager, and she's like, yeah. And she's very, she's like very solemn while she's talking to him. Yeah, and he says you're a teenager. I'm terrified. Yeah, he's so intimidating. I know. And well, she's really tall. She's like at least as tall as Steve. Really? Yeah, she's a tall but girl. Still, he's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. And so he's like, you're a teenager, right? And she's like, yeah, like, what are you getting at? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, doing any uh, smoking or anything? I did a screenshot of that that I'll put in the video. It was hilarious. And she just laughs and she goes, no, no. <laughs> Plus, what is she going to be like? Oh, yeah, I fucking smoke a bowl a day. Yeah, I do. Don't tell my mom and dad or the right. TV cameras or. To a former yeah. police officer. Right. Come on, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I just lit one up. You want to share? Yeah. Puff, puff, are you smelling it at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, she tells him how she was paralyzed with fear in her bed once. She saw. What is going Vivian on? Vivian Pickles. Vivian. That sounded She's like a door dark. squeak. <laughs> that was a Yorkie. That was a Yorkie squeak. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's behind the curtain over here. Oh, she's a great and powerful Oz. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, la, 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 la. she tells him how she. <laughs> I see what the issue is. <laughs> is she dreaming? What is she doing? She's playing, I think. She must be under. I bet you she's under the chair. All right. Hopefully she'll be quiet. Hopefully. Okay, she tells. <laughs> this is what was happening yeah. when I was trying to make cry yeah. the other day. Um, she tells. <laughs> All right, Vivian, do you want to be a part of this? <laughs> All right, I'm just going to keep going. Hopefully I can cut her yeah. out a little bit. Or, or friends, you'll just have to listen to my yeah. talk. So she tells him how she was paralyzed with fear in the bed once. She saw the shadow figure in her room, a tall man, all black. Mm-hmm. And Steve tells her that her mom thinks that she might be attracting these things because of her abilities. Yeah. And asks how she feels about having abilities. And she answers, I'm not a fan. <laughs> How do you feel about having these abilities? I'm not a fan. I don't like having to see all this stuff, especially at 16. Yeah. It's a lot to take on. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. It is. Yeah. Well, hopefully Amy, I mean, if she does have that, Amy can mentor her or provide her, you know, the name or a contact who can't help her. Yeah. Because if she has them, 
they're not just going to go away. Right. I wish they did. I wish you could yeah. shut them off, but... Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound like you can. Mm-mm. So Amy and Matt are now in Audrey's bedroom, and in a really creepy voice, Amy says, It's happening. <gasps> Amy, what's happening? <laughs> she says she feels blocked. And when Matt presses her about it, she says she thinks a living person is blocking her from getting anything, any kind of reading. And she says she doesn't feel safe in the area. I'm going to get her out of here because okay. I just want to make, I hope she's not like trapped under there. So okay. I'm going okay. to go check. Check. I'll stay here. Miss Pickles, what is happening? Where are you? First of all. Ting with a little song. Amy's finding her dog. Where are you? And what are you doing? Where's the dog? Where's the dog? Where is she? Gracie, where is she? She's she under here? Miss Vivian and Miss Pickles. We can't find her. She is gone. The dogs are looking. Where is she? Okay, now they're going to turn the door out. Where is she? Come on. I don't see her. She's not going. Ah. Oh, I heard her. Come on. Where is she? Come on. Amy's trying to get her. Are you stuck? You're not stuck. Come on. You're stuck. Stuck under the chair. She is stuck. Where is she? She is stuck. Oh, no, Digby's taking off. Follow me, another one. She is fine. There she is. Oh, she got so big. She's now Amy's banishing her. She has been banished. Okay, they have been kicked out. Okay. We are back. I did write a song. Oh, you did. So, Good. Yeah. Okay. Of course I did. Are you what do you what am I gonna do? Sit here in silence? <laughs> she says she feels blocked. And when Matt asks her what that what she means by that, she says she thinks that a living person is blocking her from being able to do any kind of reading about who's in the room spiritually. On purpose? Well, maybe not on purpose, but they're they're doing it, but they maybe don't know they're doing it. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming yep. this so is like Audrey. Audrey. And it's yeah. I'm thinking and I'm just, you know Spitballing. Spitballing here, yeah. But I think maybe Audrey is trying to block it herself like Mm -hmm. she's trying to block herself from it and so maybe that's what's happening so uh amy says she does not feel safe in this area and she says the tall dead guy keeps moving back and forth through all the bedrooms and there are physical interactions and then in this part i thought amy you should watch it because she started acting really differently like Mm-hmm. Her mannerisms were not like her, so I, I'm not sure oh. if she was if someone was speaking through her. So this person's like hyperventilating and can't move, can't scream, nothing, eyes wide open. Oh my god! And he's laughing. He's laughing. So like sleep paralysis. Yeah, probably. And I think Audrey did yeah. say that she has sleep paralysis. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And it just didn't seem like her personality. I don't know. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. But she says he's laughing. And then. And then he puts the hand in the head. And then it's, uh, ooh, bad thoughts, bad thoughts. Wouldn't mind, you know, if she killed herself, though. Because he would try to keep her here, you know? He would. Oh, I wonder if he's done that before. Yeah, maybe. Trapped spirits. Maybe. Hate when they do that. Yeah. Yeah, some of these dead people are really mean to other dead people. Yeah, they are. You know, it's like that, the the one, your sanatorium one, where mm-hmm. that one being was keeping all of those other people yeah. there, and they just wanted to go. They just wanted to move on. Like, they just want to rest. Yeah. It's so crazy to me mm-hmm. that evil people can be evil. In death yeah. as well. And it's terrifying to think death. about because, like, I know. what if you're trapped? Right. What if somebody traps you? Right. Ugh. Okay, I just knew fear unlocked. Let's new fear on. unlocked. Fear unlocked. <laughs> you have unlocked a new fear. <laughs> oh, I can make that into a sticker. Oh, yeah. So Steve explains how he made all of his, un- his usual calls and he spoke to a genealogist. Not a gynecologist. That's a sticker. Yeah, that should be a sticker for sure. So um, the genealogist's name is, it's a good one, Sherry Smith Smigelski? 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 Nailed it. 
Was she in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's never heard that before. She didn't look like that. But, That's good. Uh, turns out the previous owner's son hung himself on the property. Ooh. Yeah, so this is the Pierce family. Uh They were the first to own the property in 1873. This is Alpheus and his wife, Adeline. And they moved here from New York to start start farming. Mm -hmm. They tried to have kids, but they weren't able. So they had servants to help them on the farm. Mm -hmm. In 1850, an 11-year-old boy showed up on the census for the family. Mm -hmm. They don't know where he came from, but his name was William Franklin Kelly. They called him Frank. Okay. It appears that the Pierces did eventually adopt him mm-hmm. when he was 20. And Sherry shows Steve a clipping from a newspaper that shows there was a name change mm-hmm. for William Franklin Kelly, approved February 14th, 1861. Okay. So in 1879, Alpheus dies of a long and painful illness at the age of 66, and he died in the home. Which is pretty old for that time yeah. period. Yeah, for 18. 18- 79. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean it's their home, but Mm -hmm. it's because I'm sure this home that they're in now is like nice, new. It's not an old home. It's not the old one. Yeah. Right. It's just on the land. It's on the land. Right. It's not the original house. Right. So Frank becomes, this is the adopted son, Frank becomes overwhelmed with the farm. And on February 11th, 1895, so that's a few years later. After his dad died, Mm -hmm. he told his wife that he was going to get firewood and that she would never see him again. And he went out and hung himself from a tree on the property using the reins from his horse. Yep. So this left Adeline, his mother, responsible for all the debt. She died of pneumonia at 86 a few years after Frank died. Mm -hmm. So Amy's now in the kitchen and she sees a woman cooking and it's the same woman who was crying and depressed from earlier. I bet that's the mom. Mm Mm-hmm. She hears the word suicide. She said they're showing her someone hanging, and she says her neck hurts. I'm sure it does. It's just amazing to me I know, how she... I know. It just Every time that happens, I'm like, God damn, I know. Good. Every time, I'm always amazed. I'm never sitting here like, oh, there it is. Like, it just always blows my mind. Yeah. yeah. How accurate she is. I know. I know. She's so good. So Steve talks to his friend and journalist, Lou Hebert, who knows about some mob activity that happened around here. One of the victims lived right near Holly and Randy's home. So Anthony Thomas was a mob boss. In 1935, he was arrested for murder. He was about 20 years old. The judge gives him life, but that only ended up being about 18 years. They don't know why, but for some reason in 1954, he was back on the street. And I wrote, because the justice system was just as fucked up as it is now. I try to have faith in it, but... I know. So hard some days. Yeah, it really is. Steve asks, was he reformed? No. Of course not. Picked right back up where he left off, running prostitutes, quote unquote, and started doing debt collecting. Oh. It was for this that he picked up a new nickname, Shrieky, due to the sounds of the people who were in his, on his collections list. E, that's great. I love that for him. Yep. Yep. So Shrieky. fun. So now we go back to Matt and Amy, and she says that the tall dead guy's here. <laughs> there have been deaths. He pointed at himself and said me and two others, but he was not so specific about them. She said she felt like he may have caused more deaths when he was alive. He said, I bet you'd like to know who I am, and started laughing. So he's, like, aware of everything, too. Yeah. He's, oh, my God. So, yeah, and he's <laughs> talking right to Amy, so, you know. So... Now, in this part, it appears that she is standing outside the house and recounting something that she had happened earlier, like maybe not on the property. It it looks like she's reading from her book. She's like kind of just telling Matt what she saw at one point. Uh, My guess is she originally met this guy before she got to the property. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah. So we're back to Steve and Lou, and they are talking about a death that happened near the client's property. Joseph Bozide. Mm -hmm. So... Shrieky started visiting Bozide, so we know he owed him money. Mm-hmm. This was in December, December 6th of 1971. Bozide's car exploded. He got in, turned the ignition, kaboom. That is such a mob move, too. I know. And it was less than a mile from Holly and Randy's property. They're pretty sure it was a mob hit. They don't have enough to charge Shrieky, and the case remains cold. Steve notes that he's heard a lot of wise guys' names in his time. I've heard a lot of wise guy nicknames growing up. Shrieky is a really interesting nickname. 
but I, people must have their pants when they saw this guy coming with <laughs> a name like that, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I'm sure he calls him wise guys. God, he's so Brooklyn. I know. I love it. I that. love it. I love it. Steve, so, I love you so much. I know. He's the best. So speaking of wise guys' names, speaking I did a little... Of- I did a little uh, research, research on this. I was trying to find more about this mob uh-huh. hit. Uh-huh. Well, on the same day, in the same town, another man involved with the mob is murdered in his home. And this man's name is Saul, and his wise guy name is good-looking Solly, Schindel. He was shot to death by the Jackaloni family crew member, wow. enforcer Bobby the Animal Lapuma. Who comes up with these names? Can't make this shit up. No, you can't. Amy sees a guy on the ground. They're in the garage now. And she says she doesn't know what happened to him, but he's messed up. She's like yeah. messed up. And then then this is production. Mm-hmm. They hear you hear a car engine trying to start up. So like the producers of the show mm-hmm. are trying to make you think car, the car, the guy okay. that went up in the car. Yep. So, yeah, I wouldn't even have heard it, except that I had the captions on. And it says, car engine starting. Who watches shows without captions? I know, right? That's the best part sometimes, especially in, like, Stranger Things. Those captions are amazing. Yeah, see, I can't watch a show because it would scare me. Oh, it's scary. Yeah, see, I can't watch it. But, yeah, ever since I started listening to True Crime Obsessed, and Jillian talks about how she listens, she watches with captions on, you miss a lot if you don't have the captions on. Yes. It helps me to like remember yes. who people's names yes. are and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I can't do it without captions anymore. Yeah. I'm officially 100 years old, but I don't yeah. care. No, it's okay. I've been doing it for years. So, okay. So, in, car, in, engine. car engine. And she says he's Italian. He's Italian looking and he's, she's getting pain. He was killed quickly. Good. Uh, the guy knows, the guy knows who's attacking him. So, mm-hmm. she suspects the tall, thin dude to be the murderer. Mm-hmm. So if she feels pain, then that means he felt pain, mm-hmm. which means it does hurt to get blown up. Mm-hmm. We wondered that. Even if it's just for a minute, you know. Yeah, I we suppose. talked about that last time. Yeah. And yeah. ask and you shall receive, yeah. I guess. Anyways, yeah. moving on. Great. And she said he keeps saying. Like, he's like, oh, God, help me get up. Oh, God, help me get up. Oh, help me, help me, help me get up. Oh, God, oh, God. Okay, so then we show Steve. He's digging through the archives. Yep. And there was a plane that went down. He talks to Karen Risco. I can't remember who she was. or She must have been a librarian or something. She anyway, probably was. Yeah. So the pilot was 22-year-old David Opie. He lived mm-hmm. about 2,000 miles from the house. He was a, a mail carrier, and he loved flying. And he just had completed his pilot training. This is December 9th, 1974. Took off and went around the neighborhood. He was supposed to fly over the house and wave to his father, but he was flying too low and too close. The plane sputtered and crashed while his dad looked on. His dad saw the whole thing. I know. Oh. So sad. Wow. Can you imagine? I'd rather not. Can't. I can't. So now Amy is in the basement and she says, there's a male down here. He's very dead looking. (laughs) And Matt's like, well, what do you mean yeah. by that? Can and she elaborate? says, <laughs> yeah, she says he can't close his mouth. His eyes are all sunk and they don't like he doesn't have eyes. Uh-huh. And this was in the 1970s or 80s. And she thinks he killed himself. OK, so now we're on the sketch uh-huh. and she's sketching the tall man in the bedroom. Great. And I noted that, uh, P.S., during the sketch, she is wearing a pink shirt that I have seen her wear before. And I couldn't remember if it was just something that was on her Poshmark or if uh-huh. it was on Instagram. I found the Instagram post where she was wearing it. Nice. It's a really pretty pink shirt. Yeah. And I remembered that the comments were all like, oh, my God, Amy, that shirt looks beautiful on you. <laughs> and so when I saw this, I was like, that's that shirt. Yeah. She so. does look really good in, like, the corals. Mm-hmm. It goes really well with her skin tone. Her skin tone, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're at the reveal. We do the introductions, and then Steve says Amy's doing her deal in another room so she can concentrate <laughs> on the case and the dead without any distractions, which mm-hmm. we all know is code for COVID. COVID. Amy talks about the depressed deceased woman mm-hmm. and that there's a suicide, and she showed Amy somebody hanging. Uh, Amy's concerned because the dead woman is connecting with the living female in the house and is doing so by holding her hand. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the female could be suffering from depression and feeling suicidal. Mm-hmm. 
Amy asks about Heather. She's asking Holly about Heather. And she says she's the one that's holding hands with the dead woman. So mm-hmm. Heather's the older yep. daughter. Amy says Heather is a psychic empath. And so Ooh. she's going to feel everything. Oh, the that's dead woman, so tough. I know. The dead woman wants to purge her soul into the living person. So she can be at ease and at peace, mm-hmm. which I get. But mm-hmm. don't do that, though. No, Find somebody not, willing or, not, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Steve connects the depressed housewife to Adeline Pierce, whose husband died and her adopted son hung himself. Mm -hmm. Amy talks about being in Audrey's room where she felt she was energetically locked, probably unintentionally, but put in place by the living person as Mm -hmm. protection. Steve brings up the reason Holly thinks that Audrey is uh, the cause of this because of that accident that happened. And Amy said, yep, she's a physical medium. Mm -hmm. So Randy and Holly look at each other and what looked like a, well, that explains it. Uh, yeah, like I knew it. <laughs> Steve asks if the accident could be why she sees dead people. And Amy says, yeah, trauma can cause sudden awakenings. Mm-hmm. And I said, we have a title. Yes. Holly says that Audrey has visions that Holly will not be alive next year when Audrey graduates. So, yeah. She like talks that. about all of her surgeries. Mm-hmm. And when she says she's had 21 surgeries, Amy goes, what? I did a screenshot of Amy doing that. Then she says the reason for her health issues is that she, Holly, is a psychic empath healer. And she explains that healers take on other people's emotions. Mm -hmm. I know. This whole family. I mean, Randy seems to be the only one that isn't psychic. Yeah. And he can see stuff. So he's sensitive for sure. So then Amy gets to the big issue, the male. (laughs) She says he's threatening. He talks a lot. So they would hear him. They talk about Heather hearing the what the hell and Audrey hearing the I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Steve asks, who could this be? And Amy says that he never, he told her that he never killed anyone, but she doesn't believe him. Mm-hmm. She talks about the man who died on the floor in the garage. He was in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. Steve tells the story of Anthony Shrieky yep. Thomas and that his victim was probably Bozide. Steve suspects that Bozide was running a chop shop because mm-hmm. he was a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She thinks it's highly likely that the tall guy is Shrieky and that the victim is Bozide. She said the living would see him as a shadow type figure up on the ceilings. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how everyone in the family has seen the shadow figure. And now it's sketch time. (gasps) Holy fuck nuts. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah, it's a creepy picture. (gasps) Oh my God. He's got like a, like a... Um, like a, why can't I think of the word? It's, it's like, um, give me a minute here. Insect. It's making me think of an insect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the uh, arms and legs. Yeah. Yeah. Like a very pointy insect arm. I wonder if. He's, oh my God, that's terrifying. That's the sketch. And they talk about how Holly thinks something is taking over Randy. Randy talks about how something is taking over Heather. Mm -hmm. So the solution, Amy says you need to get a female sensitive that will come in, sit down with the girls and cut Mm -hmm. all the cords and any attachments they have. And the male uh, male medium needs to come in and move on the troubled dead. He'll start with the guy in the garage and then the female. And he will lock in on the bad guy and get him out of the house. So scary. She said once he uh, once he's out, she suggested the girls go to psychotherapy counseling mm-hmm. and Holly and Randy need to go to marriage counseling and then they can stay for sure. Yeah. And they already seem happier Good. as soon as she says that. And then the uh, update says Holly and Randy are still searching for a sensitive and a medium and the activity continues. However, on that Facebook post, uh-huh. somebody said... You and your family are lovely. My hubby and I sure hope that things have changed for the better now. Stay together no matter what. And Randy replied back, thank you. We had the house cleansed and the spirits removed. Oh, good. Good. Awesome. But yeah, so Randy, if you're listening, we would love, Randy or Holly or the kids. Or the girls, yeah. Anybody, we'd love to have you on the show and chit-chat about your experience and stuff. So I'm glad that the spirits have moved on. And I hope you guys are all safe and doing well. Yep, yep. This was a good episode. Now yes. like the family were so sweet. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, yeah, we got. I've got dogs banging on the door. Yeah. You've got probably got kids stuff toddler, going on. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, thank right, you well, so much, everybody. everybody. Yeah. Thanks thank for listening. You. Bye. Bye. Next week, I will be doing season nine, episode two, titled "Deadly Reflections." Original air date, February tenth of twenty eighteen. And I picked this because I asked Siri 
and she gave me season nine episode two so that's what i'm doing and i can't wait to see you next week bye Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boo Pod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it.